The Morning Struggle podcast is brought to you by Blue Clover Therapy, a mental health counseling practice in Salt Lake City, Utah. Visit www.bluecloverTherapy.com for more information. Blue Clover Therapy, because your mental health deserves a specialist. Welcome to the Morning Struggle Podcast, where we take habits of successful people and break them down one at a time into history, science, and action plan so you can implement them into your life and build a better you. Stay tuned. What? Good morning. Hi, how are you? Good. Our, our morning little quips, is it yeah. a quip or a quib? Quip. Has, they have has to relate to our topic of it the doesn't. day. Nobody it, cares. Everybody cares. I talked about it's got to have tie-in. Halloween decorations. I've talked about the shark poster one time. But that I, those were all they all tied into our they, shark they, episode and our Halloween episode. They didn't. It though. always ties in. It, it has to. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So people we're gonna just, we're gonna just we're gonna hear about our life. Like like red ribbon week or green ribbon week it or was purple green ribbon and white. week. You literally. You literally volunteered the entire week. No, let's make a correction. You volunteered me for the whole week. Yes, you did such a good job. Because you were in charge of it, and then you had work, yeah. which I appreciate very much. And yeah. I love you. And thank you for letting me letting me be a stay-at-home daddy sometimes. Right. Um, but it was, it was really a lot of work. These PTA ladies, they work their tails off. Yeah, they do. And you and probably had some, make it easy And you probably you. had some FOMO for not being there. I did. I felt bad. I... It, because I did plan it, mm-hmm. and I feel like it was a lot of fun activities and everything. But then I had to work because I completely mismanaged my time on that situation, and so naturally you are injured and ready and willing to go volunteer for me. I complained a lot, but I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. When I was there, I really liked it. It seemed like it was a lot of fun. The little ones are a ton of fun. They are fun. They are their kids are a lot of fun. So yeah. at the school, anyway. So. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. But now we can tie that in to what we're talking about today. I enjoy that you figured out how to tie it in. What are we talking about today? Oh, wait. First of all, welcome to the Morning Struggle Podcast. Hi, guys. Good morning. I'm Ty. It's so I'm Jesse. And we bring you Habits of Successful People. I have a hard time with that one, that word all the time. Habits of Successful People. There's a lot of... And then we implement them in our lives. Hopefully, you're implementing them into your lives. Yeah, or just attempting them. Or attempting them and seeing uh, what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then uh, hopefully we'll be so productive. Yeah, and be super successful, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll all high five in the air. Slow motion. The slow motion high fives mm-hmm. at the end when mm-hmm. we're, when we've accomplished everything. Yeah. Um, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about FOMO. FOMO. Fear, fear of, of missing out. Yes. Yeah. It's so. a real thing. It's not just something that the millennials came up with. But they, they kind of came up with it. But they, they just, came up with they put an acronym. They, put, they came up with an acronym. It's always existed. But FOMO in its FOMO form has always existed? Yes. Oh, it's not like a new thing? Oh, no, like not the, the acronym itself? No, but I, I know the actual idea of missing out on things yes, has, has been around forever. Literally since humans have been kicking it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't go. I didn't do that for my history. So, oh, it, but, good. I can talk about it then. But there you go. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's get right into it then. Let's talk about the history the science, and then the action plan of FOMO. This day in history. So apparently FOMO has been around since the dawn of time. Right. But the actual acronym FOMO was actually coined by a Harvard MBA, Patrick McGinnis. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, and, he, and he said FOMO, this was for like business and entrepreneurs. 
And it was oh. the idea that you're missing out on like investments and strategies and things like that. So you always jump around to the next investment idea or, or proposal or proposition or whatever that is because you're afraid you're going to miss out on profits. Oh, that's interesting. And then that stops you from long-term gains. I didn't look that up Because you're all. jumping around. So anyway, that's where, that's where FOMO, the word, comes from for now. Oh, I and that was that. in the 2000s. I don't know when it was. But anyway, so we're not going to talk about that because like you said, FOMO has been around for a long time. Right. So I thought I'd go fun instead of like, you know, history of evolution. Of so I, I, I found an article online and this was alternate histories. Oh. So like, what if something else happened? That's interesting. Because you're always afraid like you're going to miss out. Well, like, well, what if you changed the fate of someone's life or a his, the history event? Butterfly like, what effect. if it didn't miss out? What if you like didn't the, miss out? The butterfly, the butterfly effect. Yeah. So we're going to go over like five, five fun kind of ones. And th- these are all kind of taken from essays and books and articles that kind of do alternate histories. Okay. So you ready? Yeah. What if the South won the Civil War? Oh, man. Yeah. So this was a 1960s article put published in Look Magazine. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that if the South won the war, we would have had two distinct you know, countries or divisions. Okay. But then... Um, the South wouldn't have been able to buy Alaska from Russia. Oh. Texas would have been upset with the, the, the Confederacy, and they would have seceded. And then around 1960, we would have fought a war. A, a, like a, like 1960? Like around like, the 1960s, we would have fought a war. Okay. And we would have unified after. So we would still be America. Oh, but it would have taken that long. But it would have taken that long. No joke. And you don't know if that's true I know, true but or that's not, interesting. But that's, that's a fun one, right? Um. Here's another one. Here's a cool one. What if James or James Dean didn't crash his car or oh. survived his car crash? You, you know oh. James Dean? Yeah. The actor, right? Yeah. So anyway, the effect, and this was from a 2004 novel, The Rep, or novel, The Rebel, Robert Kennedy survives his assassination attempt. Okay. So James Dean doesn't die. JFK is not assassinated. Holy cow. Would, would be the thing. And this is just in a novel, but that's because James Dean goes on to run for governor of California and he beats Ronald Reagan because he's an A-list actor instead of a B-list actor. What? And then because he's the governor of California, he becomes the vice presidential running mate of of Kennedy, which changes that dynamics, which makes it so JFK is not assassinated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy on that one. That's a cool one. Yeah. So um, the next one we got is what if Romans won the battle of Toteburg Forest. Oh, the Toteburg. Toteburg Forest? T-E-U-T-O-B-U-R-G. The classic battle. Toteburg Forest. But anyway, so this this battle was actually Germanic tribes versus the Roman Empire. Oh, okay. So the Roman Empire was expanding. And when it expanded, it kind of stretched itself too far and kind of started to collapse. Had some internal issues, right? But then when they pushed against the Germanic tribes in, in kind of Western Europe and Northern Europe, the Germanic tribes won. And that's why we speak English now. So if Roman, the Romans would have been strong enough to beat the Germanic tribes and spread into Northern and and Western Europe, um, we wouldn't be speaking English. We'd be speaking Latin right now. Oh my gosh, you would love that. I would love it. It would be amazing because all my Latin roots, right? So um, this was was a a what if book in 1999 and they pondered what would happen. So, So yeah, because this was a 9 AD battle between Roman legions and Germanic tribes. And so Romans would have won. Well, history would have been remarkably different. The Roman Empire would have been preserved from ruin. Christ dying would have been a non-Christian like revolution. So we might not even have like widespread Christianity. What? I know. So. Wow. I know. And then the uh, 
the last one. You ready for the last one? I am. All right. The last one is, what if Woodrow Wilson had never been U.S. president? Oh. This one's this one's good. World War II would have been avoided. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. So Tell this, me how. So, so Gore Vidal, in a 1995 novel called The Smithsonian Institute, uh-huh. he talks about kind of a fictitious kind of area. And this, this one's actually pretty close. I was like, oh, that actually makes sense. But Woodrow Wilson, when he was president, he developed the, the the League of Nations. Okay. That was after World War One, And so they developed this League of Nations, good intention of, of like unifying, you know, major powers in the world. Sure. But the League of Nations apparently, um, the, like Gorval blames that on suppressing Germany in the 1920s. Oh, that makes so sense because they're not in the was, club. Germany was really economically suppressed after World War One. Yeah. So much so that Hitler was able to rise to power with his anti-League of Nations and anti-industrial country rhetoric. Okay. So he was able to get up there and say, Germany is suppressed. Germany is getting the short end of the stick. Rise with me, my fellow brothers, and we'll take over the world. Yeah. And they said, the Nazis were like, yep, let's do this. And so if that League of Nations wouldn't have been so suppressive to Germany, uh-huh. and they would have economically boosted Germany instead, we probably would have avoided World War II. Because Hitler wouldn't have had been able to take any ground. Right, because he would have said, Look, we're going to defeat the League of Nations. I'm like, the League of Nations is paying my bills right now. Yeah, isn't that, like, we're I don't, co- we're cool. I, I'm not going to cool, fight bro. them. We're good. I have a t-shirt. So we're who down. knows if that's true or not. But No, but that's interesting. Yeah. It's so. interesting how many... Um, not small battles because they're not small, but, but World War Two is a small battle. No, 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 Just no, no. I'm not saying of deaths. No, but like, but like how one person's decision now affects if we speak English versus Latin. Yeah. Or like you know how how much these because deci- like you would think like oh well this isn't going to be a big deal no one's going to give a crap in history what right. happened here but yeah like it's or kind of widespread Christianity yep. I mean that's a big. Yeah. Big shift. So, so you, you know, there's two like thoughts in this. Like one is like fate. Like it was kind of destined to be this way and you really f- can fight against the current, but it's going to go that direction. Sure. You know, like it's so powerful the, where we, where we go, it's going to go. That's, that's the fate thing. The other one's like the butterfly effect is like Marcus Aurelius decides not to read to his son on one night when he's five right. and the Roman empire is still existing today. Right. You know, like, so it's really interesting like to see, you know, cause we don't know. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't go back in time and change and see, oh, hey, that, that wasn't a big deal. Or, yep, that butterfly effect really happened because we just don't have that with, with, you know, the relativity of time. But it's crazy oh, that's really to think of those kind of two kind of camps. I like that. So anyway, that's my history segment. I love Hopefully it. Hopefully it was enjoyable. <laughs> and just so you guys know, yeah. all those were alternate histories. So don't go to like your friends or history class, your history teacher will be like, hey. James Dean never died, man. James Dean was vice president. And you're like, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Bro. Okay. No. That's all I got. <laughs> so let's get back on to FOMO. FOMO. So fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. And not 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 the actual term as it's meant for like entrepreneurship. No. But like the term as it meant for like what chemically happens in our brain, I'm guessing. Uh, us as human beings. Yeah, us as human beings. On? So yeah. how, uh, our fear of missing out. All right, here we go. for some FOMO science? Let's hear some science. Okay. So FOMO is highest later in the day and later in the week. Oh, okay. okay. Because well, because then you've missed out. Wait. If it's the beginning of the day or beginning of the week, you haven't missed out yet. Well, and and 
we tend to hear more things. We tend to have like social, more social interaction and our, um, willpower is kind of depleted at that point. Or just our energies are. Yeah. So okay. we're just a little more tired and we're a little more vulnerable. Right. And so by the end of the day, end of the week, we're pretty, we're pretty tired with things. So then socially we see what's going on in other people's lives and they're having a great time and the Instagram photos are beautiful. Oh, and we're man. like, Oh, my life doesn't look anything like that. And to be honest, their lives don't look anything like yeah. that, but we believe that that's what is happening. And if you tend to be someone who is studying a lot or have a lot of um, obligations in your life, you tend to FOMO more. Really? Yeah. And it's, it's even if they're fun things, it's just because those people seem so carefree or whatever, because you're seeing a sliver of time. Right. Right. And, and there's a lot of research currently on social media, but this is even hearing about it. You don't even have to see the picture. You can just no, hear about like what someone's Instagram photo. What a fantastic time that was and how they really enjoyed it and how everyone thought they were so lovable and wonderful. So when you're gossiping with your friends about your Instagrams. Yeah, exactly. That does the same thing. Okay. That is really bad. Yeah. So, and what's interesting in the brain is, so they, they did a bunch of MRIs. Sorry, my hands are like crazy this yeah, morning. A lot of um, gestures. Lots of... So um, they did a bunch of MRIs, mainly on students, because that's who we do our research on. But when you are specifically left out and and it's blatant that you were left out. So like your entire group of friends, they're having a party. You were specifically not invited. You, Your brain and your the way that you observe the situation is truly painful. Oh, like you have actual physical pain. You have actual physical pain. And people tend to feel it in the chest and stomach area. Okay. But but the way that your brain perceives it is actual pain. Really? Yes. And so when people are leaving you out or you feel lonely or, you know, I mean, because we've all had that friend where you're like, oh, we didn't, you know, don't worry about it. Those guys are jerks, whatever. And we're trying to like pep talk them. Those guys are seriously in pain. That's, that makes that's crazy. Yeah. That's, so like our little five year old, she says, "My heart is actually broken." Yeah. It kind of it is. is actually broken. All right. Yeah. So we have to take that seriously, and you need time to mend that. Even though it's not an actual gash in your leg, you still need time to mend that situation to heal that pain. Yeah. Okay. Um, at the University of Glasgow, Doctor Woods. Um, figured out all of these symptoms of FOMO and they are ridiculously sad. So, um, so we have reduced long-term pain tolerance because our brain is having so much perceived pain that essentially that whittles down. So our pain tolerance is unable to do that. We're over maximizing our pain system. So it starts to dwindle, right? Um, increased cortisol. There's my favorite word in the entire planet, um, which in general you know, it gets you up and going in the morning, but it will deteriorate your internal organs and your efficiency, your immune system, all of that. Yeah, chronic over over cortisoling is is bad. For it's us. bad news. Yeah, um, you get sick more often. Your immune system's down. Self esteem is obviously lower. Um, we have increased anxiety and depression symptoms, and then we have poor sleep quality. So this is like worse than than like actually getting sick. Yes, it seems pretty bad. So being left out. Or the perception of being left out right. really deteriorates ourselves. Like it is like really physically. bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so when people are really upset about this, we have to take the, this seriously um, because we are social creatures. And I mean, it really makes sense where we're trying to 
be in a social group because that's when we're most protected. It makes sense evolutionary wise to, you know, stay in this group and stay in good favor within a group. And so again, if we are out of the group, we are more susceptible to being eaten by a bear or something. Right. Makes sense. Right. And so our bodies actually react to this to try to push us back into getting into good favors with social groups again. Yeah, because if we didn't care about FOMO and a group is like, yeah, get out of here. You know, we're like, okay, fine. And you just go walk in the woods and then you die. Yeah. And that's not very good for evolution. <laughs> no, you can't reproduce if you're dead right. in the woods. Okay. So, um, so I wanted to talk about the actual researched things because, I mean, there's lots of things that we say like, don't worry about it or, you know, you give yourself a pep talk or whatever. Um, but there's actually ways that have been researched that are effective at reducing this. So when you, when you are a victim of actual FOMO. Yeah, when you but when you feel it, oh, so it's not, the perception. So it's the perception. So not it doesn't have to happen or not. Mm-mm. You just when you feel it, you do these things, and it it helps those alleviate those symptoms. Yes, right, and, and perception is key in this this piece. It doesn't mean that you were actually left out, or maybe you had no option to go to that right. thing, whatever that was. Um, but it, perception of being left out. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so be mindful. You need to savor the moment. I know everybody, every therapist on the planet's like, be mindful, but you need to be 100% present in the moment because then you're taking in what your experiences are. So if you're at home by yourself, you know, eating a sandwich and watching a show, take that in and the enjoyable elements of that, the little slivers of pleasure that come out of those things, which is like a good, good night in for me. I think that'd be a a wonderful night. Yeah, but, but a mindful awareness exercise. Yeah, so really paying attention to that. Second, I want you to be grateful. So I want you to be thankful for the couch that you're on. I want you to be thankful for your cat or should whatever. You, should you say that out loud? We say that, we try to say those things out loud in our family. Is that mm-hmm. is that actually help? Yes, because your brain yeah. doesn't know who said it. Okay. Your brain just takes it in. And so it's like, oh, positive words are being said. So everybody's appreciating everybody else or, you know, being grateful for all of these things that you're doing switches the brain into a, a more positive. So can you be like, uh, Chris Pratt uh, Emmett on Lego Movie when he's like, "Good morning, Planty. Do you want to watch some food?" Yeah, because then couch? he has a buddy. Because he's got a buddy, so it's it... actually, even though it's sad, it's actually very helpful. Yeah, and talking to your cats. I talk to our cat all the time. Oh, do you? I totally okay. do. Yeah, but then it's like you're you're having a conversation with someone, um, and and that's why it actually does fulfill those pieces of us, make us feel a little better. And and in our talk to yourself episode, it's actually good to talk to yourself and it's a sign of higher intelligence. Yes. So go ahead and don't feel bad about talking to your couch or your cat. Yeah, keep keep doing it. Yeah, keep keep chatting it up. Um, Having an end goal. So if you were like, how do I describe this? So like, okay, so on Instagram is a good example where like they'll have like the perfect birthday party for their two-year-old. Right? right? And it is gorgeous and their house is gorgeous and their family's gorgeous and it's just amazing, right? Um, if you sit back and go, okay, so I could create that in my life. Everybody can create whatever they want in their life, right? However, do I want to go to that extent of getting matching outfits for everyone and making it really posh and making sure all my guests are super clean and happy and paying attention and all the no i don't want to go through any of that so what is the end goal in that okay i don't want that birthday party i want the messy birthday party where there's cake on my floor and i want the right? one where my kids when they're 30 years old say do you remember my seven seven-year-old birthday party 
when I had all my friends and we flooded the basement. Yeah. And you're like, yes, I remember that. Of course I do. That will not make Instagram. Yeah, that right? won't make Instagram. But it's a funny But it'll memory. make your it'll make your memories. Exactly. Okay. And so really figuring out what your end goal is. Because I know that when we made our shift from our like going out and hanging out with all the firefighters and everything into like taking care of kids and whatnot, like I I don't like staying out late and I and feeling like crap the next day or anything because I'm so tired and um, I like this life better where I go to bed at eight. So um, what is our actual end goal here is very, very important. Having self-love, self-acceptance and new skills and hobbies is also important okay. because as you're developing new skills, your self-esteem goes up and then you you essentially get a mindful moment by like try knitting. I'm going to make you knit one day. Oh, I'm not going to knit. Yeah, you are. It's going to be, maybe it's going I'll, to be amazing. Maybe I'll get into axe throwing or something, you know. Manly. Manly. Yeah. No, but in that mindful moment, as you're developing those skills, it is overall just a very good self-worth building. I, would, I wouldn't mind knitting. Sylvester Sloan and Demolition Day knitted. It looks Does, for, it, it looks does a masculine man, ha- like a man, have to demonstrate how to knit how to before knit. men start knitting? Probably. I want you to make me a pouch. So Mr. Sloan's like the manliest of men. He really is. Yeah. I'll knit, I'll start knitting. Yeah. Let's 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 all start start tough man knitters. Tough man knitters. Yep. Okay. I love I'm not that. very tough and I'm kind of tiny, but But still you'd be knitting. Yeah, I like it. Okay, while keep you're going. Watching, while you're watching way wrestling or something. One. Um you've never watched wrestling. Watching wrestling <laughs> like WWE wrestling? <laughs> Dude, was that a snort laugh? That was a snort laugh. For all of you out there fearing that you're missing out on like the Shepherd family, yeah. you can see that we're wa- we're sitting around, we're knitting, watching our WWF wrestling shows. So yeah, you are missing out. Don't don't worry or fear oh that you goodness. you have FOMO. You, you actually are, you, have FOMO because everybody's missing I, out on this life. I don't know that you've ever watched wrestling. I've never watched wrestling. That's not that's hilarious. That's okay. okay. I should. Maybe I should. I don't know. It's a new experience. It's great. A new hobby. That's wonderful. All right, keep um, going. And then less social media, only because this has been incredibly researched that we spend a lot of time fantasizing about what other people are doing when really they're not really doing that and social media is just a show guys so yeah and it's it's yeah. a it's it's kind of it's very fake and it's a sliver of yeah. time it'd be like watching a superhero movie and you're like okay i, I want to do that you're like well no that's that's a movie yeah and you watch like the behind the scenes and it's all green screened and they're in just like one room you're like right. oh like oh, oh this, isn't, this, this isn't is how it. this works and instagram's kind of the same thing yeah they have a thousand pictures of themselves and go that one there i look the best let me put it up right. and it takes them all day to do that picture and you're like, you you didn't even enjoy the beach. You yeah, exactly. So I yeah. get it. Yeah. So um, keeping that on kind of the the down low and also in your social interactions, if, if people are like, oh my gosh, we had the best time. If you can't stand hearing about it, just be like, oh, I can't hear about that right now or change the subject or something or be like, oh, I'm, I'm having a lot of physical reactions to this. Let's change subject or something. Um, just because this isn't good for you. Like you literally, it damages your body. So it's okay to protect yourself in this way. Okay. All right. So yeah, be honest with your communication. Yep. That's just being open and honest. All right. So is that it for science? That's science. Oh my gosh. That was a lot of science. That was a lot of science. <laughs> okay. So that was a lot of do's and don'ts though too, but we have more action plan. We do. To actually much. follow. Mm-hmm. All right. Before, before we do that, we got a pretty fun coffee segment that you yeah, found. I'm so excited. You're so excited. And I feel it right now while drinking this coffee. <laughs> so let's get into the coffee segment. 
I drank pots and pots and pots and pots of strong black coffee, trying to keep my sleepy soul awake. But the sleepiness still comes along, and when it does, it's fast and strong. I end up with a bad case of the shakes. Do you want to know how coffee makes you sexier? Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. So here's the idea. So when we are more alert as human beings, it actually reflects well on our attractiveness. So the more alert you are, Mm -hmm. the more attractive you become to the opposite sex or the same sex, whatever your your sexual. You just get. You can just get attractive. Maybe to both sexes. All the sexes. Like everybody. Everybody finds you more attractive. Yep. Okay. Right. So this is University of Berkeley. Okay. And I I love that they did this and that they allowed this to go through, (laughs) because a lot of um, students have to have to do a study, and this is probably one of those, right? Yep. Talking about attractiveness and being alert. So. When we drink coffee, obviously there's caffeine in it, which awesome. makes us more alert, right? So here are the three ways that it makes us sexier. First off, it makes us seem smarter. The coffee makes you seem smarter. Yeah, and here's here's why. So we are quicker to respond. We are um, recall of information is quicker as well, and we are tend to be a little more quippy. Like our our communication skills appear more and i don't know how to describe this more punchy like fast yeah like you're quicker at responding at or responding to these things while actually giving pretty good information as you're going through it so you appear smarter and people who appear smarter are actually more attractive really yeah all right which is really interesting it also makes you appear as if you were healthy wait drinking coffee makes you appear as if you're healthy yes because of the energy that you get Oh, because you're bouncing around. Yeah, you're bouncing around. You're moving around. It appears as if you have good sleep cycles, that you eat well, that you have a lot of energy, that you're just excitable, like you seem healthier. But here's the thing is that coffee is very short term in this way. Yeah, for, what, what is the length of coffee? Maybe we'll do that. Like the, the actual length. The length of time of the effect of coffee. Right. So but anyway, so it's short, if you, yeah. Yeah, if you over-caffeinate, it's actually bad for your body. Right. And so what, I mean, and people do this where they have coffee all day long. Um, and it does make you appear as if you're healthier, but in all actuality, it's deteriorating all of the really important things because you're not actually relaxing or being able to be like mellow so your sexy meter is like skyrocketed high but then crashes down into the abyss that's right when your body shuts down exactly so is it worth it is Is what i'm asking is that spike worth it i don't know is it i don't know i don't know okay and then last we appear more confident because like while holding our coffee or something no well well ingesting holding like i know for a fact you hold your coffee as a protective like shield this is yeah, it separates me from the from people <laughs> i don't have very much fomo we'll we'll say it that yes. way because i don't really i don't really get along with people very well you get so, along just fine well I, yeah at a surface level but it's a, it it's protects me it's, it's my shield it's yeah. my roman shield right so if someone wants to get close to me i can just hold my coffee out and be like, like sorry arm's distance please <laughs> don't get near my coffee no but you are you make better eye contact your shoulders tend to be up, at, like your posture's way better. You're during... holding something in your hands, so your hands are already in front of you and, and not down yep. or folded or in your pockets. Yep. So, okay. I mean, you're con- you appear as if you're very confident. Okay. So, all three of those being smarter, healthier, and confident relate into attractiveness. Okay. 
Isn't that well, crazy? That's awesome, though. I like that one. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Okay, so get out there, drink your coffee. Or if you're not a coffee drinker, your tea. And if you're not a tea drinker, your warm milk. And if you're not a warm milk drinker, whatever it is you drink, <laughs> or this... empty mug, but get it out there. Yeah, you can have a so shield can... of empty mug. Yeah, and so people go, oh. Or some juice. I got to get me some of that. <laughs> okay, all right, done and done. I'll just keep drinking my coffee in public. Go get sexy. All right. Um, is that it for coffee segment? That's it. All right, let's go back into FOMO. Mm-hmm. Let's go into the action plan. And let's implement how to avoid FOMO and what to do when we, we already said what we do, what to do when we have FOMO. Right. Now we're going to talk about how to avoid it. Yeah. We're just going to talk about how, how we're going to How to tie it all together. Let's, yep. let's tie it all together. I got it. Okay. Let's hope you make the most of it, my boy. All right. You ready to do some action planning? Give me some action plan. Okay. So first I want you to understand your feelings and when this tends to happen. So a self-assessment. A self-assessment. Get out I your know. diary. Yep. With unicorns on it. Unlock it. Yep. Talk about your self-assessment. Yep. Get okay. your sparkle pen. <gasps> okay. Oh, I want a sparkle pen. I know you have. We have plenty of sparkle pens. Yes. All right. So a self-assessment. <laughs> yeah. But you really need to pay attention because there are things that trigger people more than others. Okay. So it can be social media. Maybe you spend a lot of time on that or it can be certain people. Okay. Um, and sometimes we idolize like certain people and what what's going on in their life or the house they live in or whatever it is i know that i've done this with like the houses on the hill yeah we where, live we live down with the the peasants no we don't we don't live up on the lords the no Lord but there's shelf. there's these homes that are custom homes that are up on the hill that are beautiful on the outside and um i've i've definitely like thought about like oh their life in there is so great and they have all these pretty things and it's then no, different. Uh, no it's not it's all yeah. the same and we're all the same and our houses are all messy so <laughs> it's all and we're all watching netflix all day you know? yeah so let's yeah. let's not pretend that we're any different yeah. than anyone else so um so for me like i had to stop running in front of those houses and pretending like so like, remove oh. yourself from the environment yeah either remove or censor a little bit or like talk to that person and be like what is your life really like or i can't talk about these things because your life is so awesome it makes me really worried and then they can you know it, that can be an actual bonding moment oh. if everybody's open to having that conversation because then you say like hey i'm having a hard time running talking to you you know when we drop off our kids your life seems way way nice and we're struggling right now yeah and hopefully that person's open enough to be like are you kidding me like you should see the laundry pile on my bed right now right and my husband and i just got in a tragic fight yes you know two days ago so right so being able to have like an actual conversation about things um move away from people or things that elicit these emotions so making sure that we're not over entrenching ourselves in that situation and then use one of the tools that we discussed so being mindful being grateful end goal perspective self-love and growth and awareness of social media influence or conversations okay so find out where you're at now find out what triggers you Mm -hmm. start avoiding those and then use one of the four four skills in the science segment Mm -hmm. to really just kind of like hammer this home and solidify it right because we want to make sure that we're self-preserving okay and that we're being kind to ourselves through this process because no one's life is perfect right okay and then and yeah don't worry about fomo because everybody is having a hard time yep nobody's life is perfect and yeah and everybody everybody's feeling the fomo exactly so all right so we're gonna get that we're gonna implement those those assessments we're gonna use our four tools and we're gonna build a better you exactly all right thanks guys